Hey, we are back with a belated John Wick 3 Parabellum review. Uh, I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm Jim. And we're going to do this. Uh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm already off my game. It's, it's Monday afternoon. It's not Thursday late at night. Uh, we saw, John, like I said, John Wick 3. This is a series that was created by the director and writer uh, Chad Stileski and Derek Kolstad. Uh, of course, it stars Keanu Reeves. It features uh, much-loved and over-the-top action. Jim, what did you think of the third installment? I thought this was the weakest of the John Wick movies, but still mostly pretty good. It's interesting because I guess I feel like the first one, it's going to be always hard to beat because it's just the purest um, action film. It's so efficient and it really works very well and packs a wallop. Um, So I don't know because like this is I think this is a good John Wick film. Mm -hmm. The unfortunate part is of its three acts, the strongest by far was its first. Absolutely. And it kind of achieves that at this for the second act. But the third act is just much more of the same thing we've already seen in John Wick, whereas the other Mm -hmm. two kind of set pieces uh, reinvented things and took things to like a, a whole other level. And that did not do any favors for the film's uh, energy. Yep. But it's not bad. It's just it's this weird thing where the first act is amazing. The second act is pretty good. And the third act is just felt like eating five gallons of vanilla ice cream. Mm -hmm. Like each individual bite was okay, But man, did I really need all these bites consecutively in this in this order? Um, So uh, there's a couple things. The other thing that I thought I don't know why I thought this, but I thought that this was the last of the John Wick movies. I kind of expected it to be as well. Yeah, yeah. I thought that this was going to be where he dies, or that he was going to supplant whoever the Ian McShane character is uh, that that rules over the Continental. That and and, in early goings of the film, I thought, ah, this is exactly what's going to happen. They're maneuvering things where Mm -hmm. John's going to take over, and he's going to be the elder statesman of the assassins or, or whatnot. But no, this thing seems like they are more than ready and willing to make as many John Wicks as the audience has appetite. And Keanu has uh, patience. And how many, yeah, like I don't know how many years, because this is the first film I've seen Keanu Reeves in where I thought Keanu Reeves looks a bit old. And they kind of make jokes. There's a few jokes at John, old-ass John Wick's expense. But he can still move. Like, I, I was still... Like, sure. yeah, he's sort of, like, starting to show in the face, and you you know he's got to be dying his beard at this point, but, like, <laughs> right. uh, he can still move. Oh, yeah. Like, I was still impressed with what he's got physically yeah. uh, to bring to the table. In but fact, I, I think the movie just let him down a little bit. That's the other thing is the movie really works when it's him and other very good stunt people, but they have yet to find a way to make anyone else look as good as Keanu Reeves looks because no one else is going to take the time out of their real lives to Mm -hmm. do the training required to look that smooth. Yeah. Like, you know, when he's doing his thing and there's like Halle Berry, she's pretty good, Mm -hmm. but it's just not as sharp as some of the other stuff. Um, But again, like, you know, in in the third act, there is, there's a very, it felt like 15 minute long fight sequence between him and two very competent uh, stunt people. And I was kind of left cold by that too, just because it was so repetitive. Yeah. By by that point, I was like, okay, show me something new. Show me something I haven't seen yet. And ultimately it, it failed to do that. Like you said, the, the first act has what I think is 
easily the best fight easily probably um, of the whole series maybe of the whole series yeah, yeah. It, it just was just for funny and inventive uh-huh. and continue to raise the 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 stakes yeah uh but i i guess one of the other things that i really liked is well this might also be a case of maybe trying to do the same thing too many times but these you know there's this code of conduct within the assassins guild the the everybody under the table uh and they kind of lean on that pretty heavily in this movie. They leaned on it a little bit in episode, or episode chapter two, and I thought that was some of the best stuff in chapter two is sort of the broadening of the lore, right? Yeah. The, you you kind of kind of get a peek behind the curtain of this assassin's underground uh, mm-hmm. culture, and that was super interesting. In this one, they go for it again, and they go sort of more over the top with it, mm-hmm. and it mostly worked for me. I think it suffered also from a little too much repetition, though. Yeah, it's funny because the charm of the first movie is you can tell there's this underground economy and there's gold coins, and these gold coins can buy you a rare gun or disappear mm-hmm. a body or buy you a hotel room, a night at the Continental. And you got this thing of like you're just seeing this this much larger world through this smeared window. And then the second it starts to make this stuff more explicit, but the, the yeah. risk is always you got this very fundamentally silly concept. <laughs> <laughs> that gets cooler and cooler the more you find about it. But there is a very uncanny get valley where you're going to know too much about it and the world collapses in on itself. Yeah. Like you can get too silly on this and they are playing with that. But I felt like everything that I found out more about with maybe the possible exempt exem- uh, um, exemption of the stuff at like Casablanca, mm-hmm. I thought made everything better. Like I yeah. really like seeing um, you know, John Wick's family, crime family, the orphans of mm-hmm. uh, Belarus. Uh, I, I, I like that. And the scenes where he has his ticket and he's getting his ticket punched. I thought that was really cool. But once, once we got to like, um, you know, Casablanca and we see Jer- Jeremy Flynn and we're into like how the the coins are being minted and then we go even further and we get into like the, the Saudi, like in the deserts of Arabia. I'm like, what the fuck? Like there's so many seemingly opposed organizations or institutions, but are all at the high table. Mm-hmm. I like the, the metaphor of the high table because everything's getting done under the table. You're getting paid under the table. Like, right. That's where everything gets done. Yeah. It's, it's, there's a lot of some clever things about like, Oh, that's why you always talk about getting paid under the table. And, but they're they're really at a critical mass here. This is the Chernobyl reactor. Uh, yeah. They need to maybe let some pressure off of having to do that much world building because they're get, getting close to being silly, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of hoping they wrap it up with the fourth chapter. Because uh, like you said, Keanu's getting old, but I think the story is reaching the limits of what it can bear. Counterpoint. Yeah. Why can't this just become a better pedigreed fast and furious like some will be better some will be worse some will get mm-hmm. hilarious retcons because the shit doesn't make sense anymore and they have to scale things back or rewrite someone's character or resurrect them from the dead but like no one i like i don't know john wick kind of was in this same space as like fury road where it's like this intellectual purest action film Mm -hmm. but that was kind of an accident it doesn't have to be that like why can't it be kind of dumb and you can see like okay what what improbable thing is keanu reeves going to kill people with in this episode yeah 
Uh, I, I, I think this could get, keep going for another five, maybe ten years. Yeah, you're at some point going to have to take Keanu out of the John Wick role. Right. Because I don't think a 62-year-old John Wick right. uh, on screen is nearly as badass as putting like a 30-year-old yeah. uh, up-and-comer in there. Although I will say that if you get to a stage where it's like Keanu Reeves visibly ages out of the role, like then maybe it stops. I don't know why you would recast yeah. John Wick. Like if, so, I don't know because so, yeah. when I when I think of you know Fast and Furious as an analog, yeah. I sort of think, okay, well they've they lost Paul Walker, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Vin Diesel is probably on his way out Seems from those like things, it. and instead they're bringing in The Rock, they're bringing in Jason Statham. Right? Uh, they're kind of holding up the the series now, and I think you could transition away from John Wick the character, but but I guess it's a little different because you know it isn't named like paul walker right <laughs> it isn't named vin diesel right there's a group of people who are fast and furious and these are their stories right this is very john wick so it's a little easier to do that on fast and furious but uh, i don't know i think you can Maybe make you it work just recast prequels. john wick prequels there you of go, john yeah. wick and that ballerina Get taron edgerton in there yeah uh, he'll do <laughs> he'll be john wick yeah i want to see john wick i want to see this orphan coming out of belarus and how he fell in with angelica houston and uh-huh. all that stuff but yeah I, like i said i i think it worked more than it didn't and honestly the big problem was pacing yeah uh, and i think they kind of knew that they couldn't they didn't have any more creativity so they just tried to you know what's cooler than John Wick? You know, killing a bunch of dudes, killing a bunch of dudes, and then having to kill them again. You know, it's like it's 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 the, yeah. the show. It's interesting because the fight literally runs out of ammunition. Mm-hmm. The final one, like halfway through, and I felt that was uh, that kind of grim. Like it, it's almost like imagine if like the last third of Fury Road, everyone in cars ran out of gas. Okay. And they had to pull to the side and re it's like that's almost meta commentary on mm-hmm. like shit, we got nothing. All right, let's reload and just do it again. I I don't feel like you could make a movie admitting that you've got no third act. <laughs> we don't. We got yeah. <laughs> well this was all about prepared it's uh, parabellum. We're preparing for war. We right, never promised right. there would be a war. There'd be preparations for war. Sure. Uh yeah, I, I think like so pacing might not be the exact right word. I think like creativity like you said is maybe the word to describe it like they sort of re they ran out of creativity by the end of this Mm -hmm. and just sort of said well let's get let's get through it yeah uh because i thought the pacing was pretty good yeah i thought like it it kicked you in the balls with action right away Mm -hmm. uh then it comes back and sort of slows down for a while until it you know shifts into yeah, I mean, you have like three stages mm-hmm. of, of action in this movie, and that's kind of what you want. Yeah, and uh, again, I don't think there's scenes that were wrong. It's just I was ready for them to be over. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah. I... But if they had been more creative, yes. I wouldn't have been ready for them to be over, right? Yes, because it's like, okay, he's got these two guys, and he's going to do the thing where he, they swing at him, and he traps, and he b- bends at a 40 degree angle, uh-huh. and there's a crunch implying their shoulder was wrecked. Judo throw, shoot him in the neck or the head. He's, yeah, he's going he's gonna to do the thing where he wraps his knees around their upper body, and mm-hmm. then he takes them down and twits, and then the other guy will be recovered enough that he'll have to do the same thing to them, and it's very... Honestly, kind of Steven Seagalish some of those those, those last fights, yeah. but I I don't know why they felt like they needed to have like that scene. If it's four minutes long instead of eight, it's fine. Yeah. If it's three minutes long instead of six, it's fine. But they kept on because I think they self consciously knew like ah oh, shit, our best stuff is in the first half of the movie. Let's just go for quantity over quality, and mm-hmm. not a great trade off. 
uh is there anything we i mean there's lots more i want to say in a spoiler um re, uh, side of this review do you have anything non-spoiler? yeah i feel like we're dangerously flirting with spoilers yeah. anyway so let's move on yeah i i want to say one other thing that is kind of a meta is i there was a there's a interview with the director on reddit um and a lot of people asked him like you know a lot of questions about john wick and what it's like to work with keanu reeves and this that and the other but the most interesting thing i thought that came from the ama is people want to know what his dream project was and he said remaking highlander yeah which has been That's kind a of a, a low uh, like a, a a back burner passion project of bald moves since we went back and watched the original like that is a solid solid bones that had some questionable flesh laid upon them i would love to see <laughs> chad uh re- reinvent that yeah I think the dream team of Bald Move on the writing team. There you and go. Chad we'll be at Derek the helm. Colstead. Uh Yeah, Chad, Chad on set directing the thing. Mm-hmm. There we go. All right. Let's talk about some trailers. Uh, I'm sure you saw some different ones than I did. I uh, think I saw maybe one new trailer, but I honestly can't okay. remember what it was. Uh, it Chapter 2. I saw that. Okay. What? You still haven't seen the first one? No. Uh, I thought the, the tra- this trailer bordered on parody like there was howling laughter at uh, the naked lady uh imagining of of uh, pennywise on this one the old naked woman running oh around yeah like in the shuffling background. through yeah yeah that that was weird it wasn't scary it was just silly but it's only i think it's only because it's like you shouldn't take it that tense of a scene with that kind of high you know with that kind of uh, old person nudity and throw it is a cold open because it just does take away. I'm sure that's mm-hmm. going to be terrifying uh, in context. Um, I was also pretty surprised or pleasantly surprised at the casting. Uh, you know, I thought the kids were amazing and they got, jo- you know, McAvoy in here. They got. Uh, yeah, as the older kids. Yeah, the who'd they kids? get uh, for Jessica Chastain for the, yep. the older version of the redhead lady who. Or, teenage girl who i've forgotten her name um it, it looks pretty good i thought the first one was pretty amazing it maybe let the pedal off the gas at the end but i don't know some of those might be structural problems from the novel um i'm definitely looking forward to see it though i saw back-to-back clown trailers and we don't really? have to talk about it because joker has already been talked oh, about oh yeah he had uh, joker yeah. than pennywise uh, I saw a new trailer for Men in Black International that made me actually think it's not a garbage film that might actually be fun. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah, this I don't know what it was different, or maybe it's just I was the the idea of trotting out Men in Black, you know, just like resurrecting this franchise didn't appeal to me. But you know what? Just because I've gotten old and cynical doesn't mean everybody in the world has. There's probably a lot of people that have fond memories of the original and they want to Mm -hmm. take their kids to see it. And there's a whole generation of people that want kind of like inoffensive, uh, you know, forgettable entertainment. And I'm not going to begrudge those people. Yeah. uh, All that movie has to be is fun. Yeah. And I'll be happy. Uh, There was another trailer for a movie called Anna, which kind of looks like it might be the movie I was hoping Atomic Blonde would be. I was going to say... So when I saw this uh, in the theater the first time, maybe a different version of the trailer, Mm -hmm. uh, it was shown back-to-back with John Wick Chapter 3, and I came away thinking Anna looked like it had the better action in it. Mm. I was more impressed by it. And and this is a very similar trailer to what I saw before with the the fight in the restaurant, Mm -hmm. Uh, and it still looks really cool. 
Yeah, no, I'm ex- I'm excited for it. Uh, and then finally, we have the third movie in the Olympus Has Fallen trilogy, which shit, <laughs> I didn't even know that they had a second one out. Angel Has Fallen. Mm-hmm. I, I, people love, people like these things. They keep making them. I haven't seen any of them, and I'm not going to start here. Good, good for you. <laughs> Cash those checks, Gerard Butler. And I think I saw the first one, but it was Morgan It must Freeman. have been so forgettable that I can't even remember if I saw it. Yeah, I didn't even know. Like I said, I, I I knew that this was a sequel to Olympus Had Fallen, but I forgot that they made another one called London Has Fallen like two years ago. So, yeah, I couldn't have told you that either. Hey, they're keeping this franchise going. Uh, that ends trailer talk and thus the spoiler-free review of John Wick uh, that we make for everybody. We're going to get spoilery in the spoiler comments. Of course, you have to be a club member to get access to the spoiler-filled Bald Movie reviews. You can join real easy at club.baldmove.com. Spoiler time.